Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to episode number 30 of This Podcast is for Women with your feminine energy expert, me, Adrienne Everhart. In this episode, I have an interview with my sweet and very kind husband, Jeff, and he shares five things that drive men wild. Now, when I gave him this project and I suggested this idea to him, I had a few ideas in my mind of what he might say really drives a man wild. But this is really from the perspective of a man who desired commitment, who wanted to have a loving, long-lasting relationship with a woman. These were the things that drove him wild and do drive him wild about me. So there's so many male coaches out there in this world, and a lot of them are single. They're not even married. And they're going to tell you what drives a man wild, and I think that they do know. However, this is from the perspective of a man who's happily married and understands the differences between feminine and masculine energy, which I think gives a lot of insight into what really drives a man wild, captivates him, is alluring to him, and also builds connection. Because we all know how easy it is to just turn a guy on, but this is about really building that strong, loving, long-lasting connection with him. So I hope you uh, really like this episode number 30 and learn more about how to drive a man wild. Hi, everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. Hi, everyone. Adrian Everhart, your feminine energy dating relationship and lifestyle coach. What really drives a man wild? What is it that all men crave to have with a woman I'm going to share five characteristics directly from my wonderful, loving, hunky husband, Jeff. Hello. He's going to share with us five tips that all men desire to have in a woman. And we're just going to discuss what it means to have these characteristics and how they feel to a man and what they look like and see if this is something you can't explore within yourself in your own feminine energy. Now, I have to start off by telling you that when I went to my husband today and I said, you know, what are five things that really drive you wild about a woman? I was asking because I wanted to kind of get his feedback on some video ideas. 
I wasn't totally sure that we would end up doing a video together. No, it wasn't me. planned, but here I am. <laughs> but here he is. And I asked him, um, I said, hey, baby, uh, what are five things that really drive a man you know, wild about a woman? And you said, well, you're wearing this beautiful dress. And I just looked at you and I said, low cut dress. <laughs> uh, because, you know, um, I like a little bit of. A sexy dresser okay a little bit of a uh, like to see a little something but you don't want to see too much you know what i mean like there's a, there's got to be a subtlety to it but um, uh. but yeah i i do like what you're wearing today and uh it, it turns me on oh all right should we cut the video short <laughs> okay so that's very sweet thank you i mean i'm showing a little bit of cleavage but like not a ton and honestly this is a little out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. from what I normally dress, but I fell in love with this. It's this beautiful floral print. I think it's a free people dress and it's just, it just felt right. It, it has a little smocked waist. I felt sexy and wonderful in it, but I do feel a little self-conscious. I still might take a safety pin and <laughs> kind of close it. But you're telling us that men actually like to see like a little bit of cleavage. What if you are just meeting a girl for the first time, it's like a first date and she shows up? I, I think for the first time, just because we men are men, um, I think if a girl shows too much, that might send maybe too much of a signal like, you know, um, maybe she's not waiting for the third date or whatever that, that silly rule is. <laughs> You know, I, I feel like uh, it might be good to go a little more subtle on the first date. That's just my opinion. Okay. I also, you know, I think that helps with a little bit of a mystery, you know, um, you know, just um, not giving away too much at first. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Generally, would I like to see a little bit of a low cut or a little leg or, you know, skirt? Sure. Um, I'm listening. Continue. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, Nothing you don't know about me, um, but you know it, it, there's a there's a fine line I think between like really sexy and like too much. Okay. Right. Got it. Yeah. Mystery. Definitely be attractive, feel good, but you know we're married, and so I can get away wearing this um, and going out to brunch, and you just loving how I look or, or or whatever is what you're saying. But on a first date, too provocative sends the wrong signal sends a little bit more of a signal that there's a sexual interest, not like I want to possibly have a loving long-term relationship with you. And honestly, right? yeah, we're married. If we go out and you look as, as dynamite as you do right now, and you got a little bit of cleavage showing, like there's, I think, I think there's a couple of things that can happen there socially. Uh, you might get some men looking at you. Like, I, they give you arrows as I think you, you call them. Yeah. Um, that's fine with me. I know who, I know who you're going home with. Aww. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's that's nice. It almost validates that. Oh yeah, I do have a really hot wife. Of course I know that. I don't need anybody to tell me. But I, you know, if another man looks at you, I'm fine with that. I, I, you know, there's I don't I'm not as jealous of a person maybe as some other people. The other thing is we were walking around yesterday and mm -hmm. a girl commented on your dress. Oh yeah. And I love that. I love when yeah. other women come up to you and go, Oh, that's a great dress. You know. Why do you love that? And this happens a lot to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've known you for a long time and you get so many comments from women who are strangers to you yes. to us um they just have to tell you how good you look or how much they love what you're wearing yeah and i've always loved what you're wearing i've always loved your fashion sense your wardrobe i just think you, your choices are great and it's one of the things that attracts me to you uh -huh. um and i like I, again I, maybe it's a validation or something but um i like to see a woman tell you that's that, nice. Wow, you're you're you look nice. That's nice. Yeah. You know, I often um, describe men like feminine energy, masculine energy, 
Uh, women, we're, you know, we're having this, you know, pajama party or sleepover. And there's always the classic scene of the boys peering through the window. <laughs> like they want to see what women are doing. Like they want to see how we're acting around each other. And I, I've noticed even sometimes like if I hug and kiss my mom goodbye, my stepdad looks at us like he could just almost start crying. And I think men really do like to see that feminine energy come together and be just soft and beautiful and celebrate being a girl. Yeah. I think that's what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. All right. So what is next on your list of what really drives a man wild in a woman? Well, this, this is just me, you know, and I'm not sure if this is, would be considered wild, um, but, <laughs> but, but just highly attractive. Okay. Makes me just Fair. want to know that woman even more sense of humor. Um, I, I think it's really important not just to, you know, be able to laugh at a, at a, at a guy's good joke or a funny story. Because guys like that. Guys like that. But I also like the woman to make me laugh. Okay. You know, what she can mean? crack me up. Okay. Um, just a good, just good sense of humor, not take things too seriously, mm -hmm. whether it's a, I know it's hard on the first date. You're taking that very seriously. It's hard to just kind of loosen up. You know, I, uh, I think of our first date where, Right out of the gate, I was klutzy and had a menu and spilled water. And I it was a huge glass of water. A huge glass of water and a huge menu, and I spilled it. And like, you know, um, you didn't just spill it, baby. Yeah, you remember what happened? In it that went all over, the, all over the table. No, the water. You opened up the menu. It was like a trifold menu, and that water went flying against the wall. Yeah, I was putting it everywhere. The cut and, hit the wall. And I might, how strong he is. I, I might have gone. Oh my god! I just blew the date. I'm never gonna see this girl again. But you just enjoyed it. It kind of broke the ice. It was um, hilarious. It was hilarious. And um, then what did I do? And you did something with your glasses. I also opened my menu. Yeah. And I had on my glasses. I opened this trifold menu, and it and like bam. and it knocked my glasses yeah. off my yeah. face. So we were having like menu issues. Like in uh, the first you know, sitting down like, oh, nice to meet you, opening the menu. And this was just like, we were like comedy of errors. But, like, but to find a way to laugh at that and not take it too seriously, I think it really like broke the ice for the date. And we had a, we had a blast. Yes, we did. We went downstairs and we got a booth and we just laughed all night. All I remember <laughs> was laughing. And, and that's, you know, um, for a person who loves just to laugh and a sense of humor and just, mm -hmm. it's, it just makes life so much easier. Um, you know, I think, I think that's so important. Can I share so. one more thing that happened on our first date? It was so hilarious. Like we were up top on the little rooftop bar and then we came downstairs to eat and they, they opened up a table for us and the girl had wiped the table off and she goes, uh, does everything look okay? And he saw like just this one little bit of paper from a straw. Um, and he, you took your finger and you went, it is now. <laughs> and then he's like, oh God, I shouldn't have done that. She's going to think like we're clean meat freaks or something. Yeah, well. And then we started talking like we kind of are. We're like both very neat and organized. He's actually more neat and organized than I am. I don't know. I think just being who you are, laughing, having fun. I think when the woman, I always talk about a woman being an invitation to a man. And so when you are laughing, when he spilled that water and I laugh, I think that that sort of set the precedent that I'm not going to take anything too seriously. We can just sit back and be fun and just have a good time because that is the powerful thing about not being invested in the date. Like I, I already knew who I was in love with. Like I already knew that there was this other guy for me and I couldn't have him. I couldn't be with him, but I was going to go out on a date with him. He was very nice, very charming. 
I had nothing to lose. I was zero invested. I think it's just a good quality to have it. It just relaxes you and you can just really be who you are instead of like, oh God, like this guy might be the one. And then you get your hopes really sky high and you're all tense for the date. You can't laugh. And you could have been another woman and I could have done the same thing and she would have not laughed with me. She would have laughed at me. Why was she I might, I, I might have gotten a sense of like, she was like, oh, geez, this guy. Yeah. Uh, like I, like, and just kind of like, you know, that little uh, body language right. or smirk could have just like made me nosedive and go, yeah, she's not going to want to see me um, but, but immediately you laughed with me and then I laughed yeah. with you about the glasses and we were off. And um, again, sense of humor. We, you know, we, we try to have humor in our um, life always. Sure. And, and I remember when we, um, I was talking to my mom about you and living together and she said, just never lose your sense of humor, nice. which was un interesting because my mom's not like, she, I don't, she I don't think of her. Laughing. No, that was my dad. But that's that what my mom said. And I thought, I've, and I've taken that since and gone, yeah, she was so right about that, where things might be dire, but, she, you know, hopefully the next day you can look at that and laugh. I like that. I like that. Very important to look back and laugh. So we've got low-cut dress. Well, <laughs> we've got sense of humor. What's what's number three on your list? Um. Well. Uh oh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th I think I think to remain adventurous in the bedroom. I think when you first start having sex with your partner, okay. uh, and it, it's it it usually if you're both compatible mm -hmm. uh, and both in any way adventurous, um, a, a lot happens. You know, anything can happen on a dime. You can you can uh, okay. be here and suddenly you're sex. on the counter doing something. Okay. If you're on the kitchen counter. Um, I, and I think that to keep that spontaneity through. Uh, years of whether it's relationship or engagement and then into marriage. Um, I think it's really important to just um, never forget, mm -hmm. never get into a routine too, too much. And there's see. things that you both like and, and, and need, uh, but this is your moment. This is your moment with each other to be uh, so personal and open. And, 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 and there's a certain honesty to it that you don't get in any other aspect of life. And that's with you, both naked um and and just uh, there's a there, there's a playfulness to that and an openness to that um that allows you to bond yeah you're because you're like free with each other you trust each other but i think this is just credit to when you meet the right person and we're already laughing we're already being playful with each other we're already in this very relaxed and trusting and my heart is unzipped and I'm vulnerable, but I think there was just this willingness to be open with each other and um, explore early on. Because again, I had nothing to lose. Like I was in a place in my life where I was definitely not doing anything dangerous. I wasn't, you know, being any type of, you know, promiscuity or anything that was outside of like my comfort zones as far as it came to intimacy with a partner. I was very much sticking to my values. But when I met someone that I trusted and I felt comfortable with, I really didn't have anything to lose. I was open. I was open and just willing for a new experience. Well, so you are invited to join my online coaching community. I have a private online coaching community where I teach monthly classes. I have guest coaches guest speakers, moderators, 
and so much to share with you. You can join as a member on a monthly basis and cancel at any time. You can post questions, help others where you can lend an answer, and access our library list of growing classes and workshops. There's so much fun in this group, and I especially love the supportive community. It's on a monthly basis, so you can join and cancel at any time. Head on over to diamondgirl.me group. That's D-I-A-M-O-N-D-G-I-R-L dot me slash group. I can't wait to see you over at iHeart Love Academy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We have carried that through in our relationship. I read stuff about, you know, people getting bored sexually with their partner after X number of years or whatever. And I can honestly say, like, I, I don't feel an ounce of that with you. There's no part of my husband that I look at and I'm like kind of bored about. I know this isn't on your list, but we do sleep in separate bedrooms. Yeah, we, and we made, a, I think the last video I made, we made a couple a years ago was about that. Yeah. Controversial. It, it was controversial. So many people were like, no, you need to have your man wrapping you up all night to sleep. And I would like, I would never sleep. Like if anybody's, he can help me fall asleep in some ways. I like, often, yeah, <laughs> I often do that and then in various ways. And then, and then I, I just kind of tiptoe out, let you sleep mm-hmm. and go to my room. It's, yeah. if you know, again, like, like you can look healthy. up that video, but it's very healthy. Um, and it does make the bedtime bedroom stuff a little more special little because more special. it's not it's not part of our room you know, yeah. our routine our kind of yeah. boring day-to-day routine it's it's special time it's yeah. it's watching bob's burgers time yes it's, it's kissy time it's yeah. foot rub time yeah. it's sexual time we both work from home and we have as long as we know each other yeah we're around each other a ton so i think i think just that little bit of space yeah. creates a little bit of what we need as individuals yeah. so and, um, and our beds are also, like, our bedrooms are back-to-back to each other. Yeah, you sleep with your head on the mantle, uh-huh. and I sleep with my head on my mantle, yeah. and those that's the that chimney is what divides it. I, I knock on my wall. I knock, and he'll, and he'll hear me knock, and he'll come to my room. <laughs> like, if I need, you know, a glass of water, or if I had a bad dream, or if I want some cuddles or something... He'll, he'll be there. Um, I always kind of laugh when you do that because I feel like I'm the dutiful husband. Like, <laughs> oh, there's my, there's my bell. <laughs> but, you know, it is very traditional. You know, if you watch The Crown, for example, you'll know that, you know, the queen and the husband, they had separate bed chambers, but they had, you know, a, a connecting wall. Uh, there's something to this. I really uh, encourage you explore it. There are a lot of um, 
you know, uh, different religions and things like that, that have different rules on what husband and wife sleeping separately. So whenever, whatever feels right for you, but I do think it does help with some sexual chemistry. Like I never go to bed and I feel like, oh, you know, I wish you, I had you with me because I've already had you, I've had this wonderful experience with you. I don't necessarily need to sleep and gain my my beauty sleep. All we're doing is sleeping. Right, we're just sleeping, and um, I prefer to do that alone. Yeah, me too. I like to sleep alone. Yeah, it's been it's been good for us. It's expensive with hotels, but it's great at home. Especially with one of your snores, <laughs> and it's not her. Uh, I, I've yeah. Next, this is big for me, and this is again, I, you know, I don't know if this is hot, uh, but for me, it's a huge turn on when a woman is curious about life, about everything, because. Uh, just based on you know previous relationship or dating experience, I've been with women who kind of feel like they got it all figured out, uh, mm-hmm. and, and there's just like this lack of of um, wanting to search for new things, and, and they they get caught in a rut really quickly. Uh, and on the other side of it, there are people that just don't they don't challenge themselves. They they get caught in their routine in life, whether it's kids or work or whatever, or social school, media, social media. Like there's no, I mean. Right. To me, I, I like I like a curiosity in the sense of like, let's go to a restaurant we don't think we're gonna like. Let's go visit, let's go travel to a town or countryside that we don't mm-hmm. that we never might have thought about. Like I've always said, like I never want to go to Las Vegas, but I've actually started to think maybe I should go just because uh, it'll it'll throw you know we could go together just to throw right. uh, something a wrench into something, and I'll bet we would find something interesting about it. Yeah, we'll either hate it. Or love it, but, or we'll at least know. But right? I just, I just, I, I'm, a, I'm the, I'm a very naturally curious person. I like to know new things and learn new things. And yeah. however you learn that, whether it's formal classes or reading, I'm, I'm very kind of a personal didact. I like to like mm-hmm. just take on different kinds of reading and learn things on my own on my own. We do a lot of like watching documentaries. Docu- yeah, I mean, just and to- and when I first met you, I talk about having your rich, juicy, full life. When you met me. Was my life not rich, juicy, and full? Totally. Right. I was taking multiple classes. I had lots of projects going on. I liked how curious you were. Yeah. I mean, I, and I like that. That it's just a general lust for life. And I, I just have, I have had relationships where the person is just not um, changing. They're, they're not learning anything new. They're not mm-hmm. trying to explore or challenge themselves with something that they think they don't like. Yeah. Because the only way we find out if we have a new interest or anything is is to to break that barrier out of your comfort zone don't get out of exactly that's what it is. do you feel like you get out of your comfort zone enough for me sometimes no but i am really happily engaged in the things that i'm into right um and i feel like even within those pursuits uh i'm learning and Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. remaining curious because you know know, i think it is trying new music trying new books Uh trying new movies but in the relationship you want to bring something to the table absolutely you want to bring something table Mm -hmm. more than just like you know i what they call maintenance conversation like who picked up the kids and is everything on time and did we you know do this chore i think that that's something that curiosity like it goes both ways like you like how curious and I and I think like sometimes like you got into gardening big time in the yeah. last three years. Mm-hmm. Like he was naturally curious in it. And sometimes he'll ask me, he'll come to me and say, Well, how what should I do with this plant? And I'll say, Oh, you know, you can figure it out. Go research it. Or if you can research that. And he and you do it. Mm-hmm. 
it's a completely different feeling in our relationship when he does that. Because yep. he'll come to me with some additional information I didn't know about. I love that. I like the curiosity one. I think that's a cool one. You ready for the last yeah, one? I'm ready for the last one. Um, we do this to each other, but I know that you, uh, I I'll talk from my perspective. I like when you give me these little random touches. Yeah. Um, and, and not, not, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's often in moments where I don't expect it. Mm-hmm. You know, we might we might be doing dishes and you might just touch me a little bit. Yeah. I think little little things like that are huge. Right. I think they're a big turn on. They cause a little connection because, you know, if you live with each other, your day to day will have some mundane elements to it. It's just it's life. Well, if you're not here, we have to do. We have, of course not. We have to do dishes. We have to talk about. But if I mundane. But if I like touch his hair and push his hair behind his ear, you know, creaming. Braid my hair. (laughs) His hair is longer than mine. Um, (laughs) but you know, I think when you're in a relationship with someone and you're affectionate, you might think, "Oh, that's leaning forward, Adrian. You're leaning forward." Well. I, I also want you to understand that I'm not doing that all the time, especially if you have a partner that his love language, which I don't think a love language should dominate your relationship, but I'm very aware that my partner likes to be touched. Who doesn't, you know, my little dog comes and sits in my lap and gets a massage every night, you know, and we humans, we need touch and we need to know that we're validated and we're cared for. One of my favorite things I do is when we're driving in the car, I will pick up his hand and I'll kind of like hold his hand or squeeze the fingers. Um, I don't do it like when we're in busy traffic and things like that. He needs both his hands. But I just think any moment you can kind of like kind of touch your partner and just, you know, melt them a little bit whenever they touch you. Like if your partner's not touching you enough when he does touch you, just let him know how good it feels. You have done that. I was I, I was actually that. also thinking of driving. Uh, be on the interstate and you're over here and I'll just put my hand on your leg. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just, and it's just a tiny connection that I uh, can feel big. You oh, know? it's so nice. Yeah. It, it, it's always feels so warm when your hand is on my leg. You know, I love it. And I do tell him, I'm like, oh, it feels so warm or oh, it feels so good. I let him know how good he's making me feel. How does it feel when I tell you like I'm feeling good? Like you've just done something that makes me feel good. How yeah, does it of course. feel to you? Well, of course, it's it's empowering. It's It feels lovely. It, it fills me up. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, we'll just say thank you for joining us. I hope this has been, uh, you know, fun for you and get a little peek inside our marriage and five things that drive men wild or as you said, not wild, but just turn-ons. Just turn-ons. Turn-ons. Right. And turn-ons lead to you know, wild. Oh, uh, okay. They, they can. They, they just, they, they, they create that bond. They create that good feeling, okay. uh, that harmony. Right. Uh, and then you can take that to a logical, logical extreme. It builds. All right, everybody. Sending you much love. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.